Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Guys, we are, we are so about to get into some really, really dangerous naughty, inappropriate (laughs) situations. And we have to tell you that we had a call with our tour manager today talking about tour. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? I hope it's giddy giddy. Hi guys. It's been a really long time, but wow. Uh, I said to him, because I couldn't, I I could never not, if I couldn't drive, I would have panic attacks all the time. If I had to rely on people to get me to and from, yeah, I would have a panic attack. I don't know how you're okay with it. Like, and just like the Zoom, how are you okay with not knowing how to do this? You just are. Well, I mean, it only took me a couple of minutes. I mean, I'm sure if I was all by myself and I hadn't had a martini, like I would have been more focused. Okay. Um, and plus I always would have, like, I would just call upon anyone that was around me and they would help me or I'd call someone who I knew, knew how to do it. You know what I mean? And then I'd know. And now I know. I mean, um, I can't believe driving doesn't give you like the, the fact that you can't just escape on a highway doesn't give you I know, full 
hyperventilation. Well, it's really ironic because on our way home from the restaurant tonight, um, the kids were having a conversation in the back about what's more dangerous, being on a boat or a car. And I was like, definitely a car. And they're like, what about a plane or a car? I'm like, a car. And I'm like, so I get so much anxiety just being on the road when people are going like a hundred or I don't know, what is it in America, like 60. And the car's going so fast that a split minute that somebody looks down, like they could just crash into you or you could crash into them. And people could just, everyone could just die. Makes me like really nervous. Like I often close my eyes on the highway because I'm like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I also watch watch the news so I know that there's crashes all the time. I mean, you know that because your husband drives on the highway and he's often late because of traffic, because of accidents. Yeah, I don't think about it. (laughs) I know. And I don't think about it on airplanes and people like, I'm nervous or like there's turbulence. I'm like, we'll be fine. It is pretty great so at my since since I last talked to you which has been like so long like yeah. when I've talked to you like the, um I had one kid come back I had one kid leave mm. I've had like it's like so much has happened this summer and you're not even here so it's so crazy it's so, it's, it's so weird and it's so stupid and every time that I met somebody because like in Massachusetts it's like there's just lovely women and they've always been such big fans of ours and like supporters. And yep. when I meet them, I just always feel a little bit like I feel bad that you're not there with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, sorry for half the experience. It, sorry about this. It does get better. I feel bad for our Instagram followers when they said my fish story was like reminds them of you and me in the old times. And I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Literally, did you see those comments? Be no. like, oh, everyone's like, because Matt, we had a situation. Yeah, you I saw, saw, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So it's the best, guys. I'm going to tell this story, but he's a little bit embarrassed. But okay. So comes back from camp and the fish were small, but he's all into fishing. Okay. All in. So last night, Mark and I take him to Canadian Tire. We go buy fishing rods to go fishing. And I let him know I'm not touching the fish. I don't do that. That's not my jam. I don't do it. Three minutes, the rod's in. Chloe catches a fish. I pull it up and he's like, fishing is canceled. Literally, no, nope, not doing this, not doing this. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. And 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 then I call my mom, and then you know the whole thing is like a debauchery. And then the fact that people are like, they're telling me that that reminds them of you and me when we used to get into situations. I was like, oh hell no, <laughs> hell no. I hell saw you, no. so you couldn't take the the lure out, eh? No, I had to call the man from the forest, my mom's worker man. I had to stop him off the tractor and say, excuse me, I can't get this. I called, everyone called me out for screaming mom because I was scared. So I called my own mom and they're like. <laughs> was, wasn't it like a, like a tiny a bass? A bass tiny, yes. Tiny bass. So go, then I have to call the tractor work? man. I know, but the worst part is, is that when the hook gets into the fish, because it has that little like thing that hooks it on, when you take it out, even if you're nice, it kind of rips its mouth a little. 
well, it was so the man comes and he teaches Max and everyone's got moist panties for the guy who came from the forest. Cause he was so sweet with Max. He's like, who's oh, this charming man? Who's like, wow. who's yeah. Yeah. They're all like, what a charmer. And I'm like, wow, it does not take you people a lot. Just catch a <laughs> fish and teach a boy. <laughs> the comments were killing me. And then um, Max for the, like a good hour and a half, he's like, I'm never fishing again. Never. Like, it's like he was traumatized. <laughs> And then he went and got the fishing rod. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like, like he couldn't What was his do this. plan once he hooked it? Before? Uh, no, after what happened when he got back out there. He was gung-ho. He was, he know, the guy had taught him. He knew how to do it now. I know how to he do this now. Take the hook out. Yeah. Thank God he didn't catch one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Tomorrow's a new oh. day. Lose the lures. But but when everyone's like, this is reminding me of you in that old school. I was like, no, no. Okay, no. Well, me guys, we are, we are so about to get into some really, really dangerous, naughty, <laughs> inappropriate situations. And we have to tell you that we had a call with our tour manager today talking about tour and just how that, you know, we've, we've, we have so many more of you that weren't here a year and a half ago when we, we did our, North mm. Carolina, we've done 150 mm. cities and we want to let you know, we want to, we, we want to like be able to explain to you what kind of a night is in order. And it's going to be different from the last, not only because our platforms have changed, but like we've changed, you know, and yeah. evolved and we, we hate the same shit over and over. We get bored. So we absolutely always have to change it. So guys, um, go to catnattour.com, check out the cities that we're coming to. It's going to be a live podcast. And some of the segments are not only going to come to life through our talking to each other, but actually through experiences, which will include you guys, which will include special guests, which will include naughty things and fun things and special things. It's going to be I know. unbelievable. I, I was, and then that whole stripper conversation where the girl's like, I, I would be very mad if my husband went to see women, so I can't do it either. And I'm like, y'all, let's like take a beat here. I'm like, Are we it's still, like, does someone still say that now? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I she's like, is there going to be a show without that? And I was like, it, it is four minutes of a show. I was like, let's take a beat. And I'm like, it's, it's a reason to come. It's not a reason to come. And it's not a reason not to come unless you're 89. Like that one woman who only came for dancers, you know what I mean? Like, then that's, a but, reason then no, that's your reason. Listen, Kat and I have like, I've been to like one strip club in my life. You know, this isn't about falling in love with strippers or having and they a don't want, and they don't want you like no. that's what's so crazy is that people think like because they're dancers that they want they do not want middle-aged women like or even young women like they're mostly a lot of these people are interested in men and yes. you know a lot of these people also the women dancers they're not interested in your husband they're interested oh. in his money but that's it like they are not and they want your money like life, you know? less, life lessons, guys. Strippers are there for fun entertainment. They're not yeah. there to for infidelity. Like, it's okay. And listen, if you're in a relationship and that's just the way it is, then that's just the yeah. way it is. Come to us yeah. on every other platform. But are we going to have a little 
a bit of a naughty segment in there just to fulfill the the fun and the excitement and the danger and the adventure of and, and the hilarity of a male dancer. Fuck yes. I know. And you know, and if really honestly, if you're really uncomfortable with it, it's probably not the show for you because our mouths are so naughty that there's way worse than in my, out of my mouth than there is, you know, like if, yeah. if, if, you know, like cock or balls or like pussy, actually, I don't like that word or like, you know, fuck, if any of those words offend you don't come. Oh my gosh. If you don't, if I'm you, a naughty if mouth, you would be majorly offended by if we dip into the conversation dip into the conversation of anal then you know what (laughs) and here's why because we're not there to talk about the things that you're talking to uh with your your kid's teacher or your kid's principal we're there to talk about things that either nobody's talking about or only best yeah talk about that's yeah 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 like if you know if you're uncomfortable with shitting a dick don't come Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. Okay, hold on. As, okay, let's get into shitting a dick a little bit. Hold on. So basically, one time... <gasps> No, I'm not going to go. No, no. <laughs> we're talking just about like this. I don't even know what our conversation was about, but Kat's like, what if you, what if you shit a dick? And I was like, listen, I have, here's what I want to know. Okay. And this is like totally like, first of all, for people who like anal and also for gay guys, what if they have IBS? Does that mean that they're always the one who give it? Or can you somehow control your IBS? Because I, if you are to like even pay attention or talk about my poop shoot, I'll get diarrhea. Nah. All There's got to be a way though, Kat. There's got to be. We could get a strap on and practice if that's <laughs> what you're looking for. <laughs> and that's what best friends mm. are for. Whoa. You know, you know, sex with Sue would say one finger. Okay. Two fingers. Yeah. Okay. Three fingers. Yeah, but Four. do we need to that for dinner that night first? Like, or is it just like... Well, start with one or two and see what happens. That's revolt, what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yesterday's your Insta story, when you put your two fingers up, I was like, no, no, no. I know. No. That's like when we were on the podcast um, with Daphne Oz and Hilaria Baldwin, when they had... Um, what was their podcast called? Mumbrain. Mumbrain. We were talking about one in the poop and one in the shoot or something. And hilarious. Two, like, two in the two in the pink and one in one, one, one in the stink. And Daphne's dying laughing. Hilarious. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you have six fucking kids in a butthole. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girls oh i love them to bits they're so funny so what's 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 how long are you there for two days i'm leaving tomorrow morning and i have to tell you last night when we were texting so we we finally got home so we came right from cape cod we went to um, my sister-in-law's best friend's house for dinner and she actually had another guest over there and so there was like a bunch of kids and some adults and someone I'd never met. And when I got there, first of all, Taylor and my mother-in-law was there to surprise us because we had said goodbye to her the night before. And she was there. My daughter looked at me and she's like, did you take your eyelashes off? Like, I'm like, I'm wearing no makeup. I was spent. Got here. You got to do blow up mattresses. You got to do sheets. You got to get toothbrushes, brush teeth, get the suitcases out of the car. It's dark. I, I had, I went to Mark. Well, the dinner party was still on. I was like, I have nothing left in me. Like I have, nothing left in me came home right. quickly got everyone organized and I just lay in bed and I was like I don't I don't feel well and it wasn't that I was sick it was just that I was like you know the day before we were supposed to leave in the morning and Mark's like let's go out on the boat which is really fun yep but in my mind it was like okay this whole boating thing and this whole Cape Cod thing is done I'm ready to leave but he procrastinated it another day and that just sort of put me over my like my management my management that's where I thought I was done and I love the idea and I did it but when it was done and then we had to go to a dinner party I was like you know when you're trying to like you're trying to make conversation but like 
I was. Yeah. You're not there. You're like having a conversation, but you actually can't hear. You're like, I don't know what you're saying. And I feel like, I feel like people sort of like rely on people like us, um, Mm. totally good way, but to like keep the conversation going, you know, we've got interesting things to say. We're funny, like all of that. So if you don't perform in a way that people expect you to, it's sort of a little bit lame. So I kind of like snuck upstairs and I called Mark over and I was like, I can't do anymore. I'm done. So we left two kids there with them. And I was like, two kids were ready to go home. They were soaking wet. They'd been in a lake. I was like, get naked, put your clothes in a bag. And we're driving home. TJ's like, I'll be naked in the car. I go, yeah, that's all I've got in me. I was like, threw him in the shower, brushed his teeth. I'm like, I'm done. So I have, I have three more nights, four more nights, I think in the States. And then I'm going to be really ready for my bed. You have been a champ. I cannot believe you have like done what you've done every day. I like, it is, it's a lot. There's not been a day that we haven't done a hundred things. We wrote a letter from my in-laws saying all the memories that we had while we were there to leave for when they came back because they weren't there when we left. There was 35 things on the list of things that we'd done from like bumper boats to fishing to boating to baseball games to dinners to crab catching crabbing like zip lining go-karting like I was like we need to sit the fuck down and my husband is not ready to sit down he's having the time of his life he loves the ocean he loves vacation what are the kids gonna do are they gonna be like in shock when they get home are they like um what are we doing today Listen, I came here today and my sister-in-law was like, because we, we went to this entertainment center this afternoon and then to Tabanyaki dinner and then to Froyo. And in the morning, she's like, want to do something fun in the morning? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm like, they can play in the backyard. Like, why are we scheduling them, you know? Anyways, I went to Target, Cat. Yes. So guys, just so you know, we don't have Target in Canada. We tried, it failed. We didn't. Target failed it. No. We had nothing to do with Listen, Target. If it, we had anything to do with it, it would have been a huge success. I bought a whole new wardrobe. No. From Target, which when the kids wanted to know what Target was like, they were like, is it like the dollar store? We're like, no, it's more like a fancy Walmart. Like how else do you describe Target to Canadians? Kids? I don't think you can. Um, but it's not comparable. So, the so what you got now is so cute. It's Target. I bought probably eight dresses, a bathing suit, a track suit, uh, pajamas. I bought Taylor underwear. I bought TJ a bathing suit. Mark bought t-shirts. Like, I'm like, why does anyone shop anywhere else? And I was like, a cat in that line in Target would be so How, how much did you spend? Let's get to the good stuff. Okay, to be honest. So cat, I mean, Taylor probably got five items. I probably got... 15 items Mark Whoa. five and tj got one and we spent like 460 dollars pardon oh and two bags of chips carbo gummies and a diet pepsi shut up it was crazy it was crazy so you're gonna go back tomorrow <laughs> i think i bought the whole store do you think oh, and batteries. Oh my God, when we get back, 
your kids are going to have a hard time adjusting to normal life or they will just be like, whatever. I think, I think they'll be, I think they'll feel comfort. Got it. And like consistency. I keep reiterating to Mark that like, you know, your kids have been so amazing, like taking kids away from their home, changing their schedule with no consistency for six weeks is hard on a kid. And I was like, it will make them more resilient, but like they have done an unbelievable job of just kind of rolling with Mm -hmm. up and spend two nights here. You're on an air mattress here. And you know, Kat, you know me, you and me, when we like make a bed, we always have, whether it's like a sleepover bed or anything, we have the bottom sheet, the top sheet, the blanket, the quilt, yes, pillow, yes, the water beside the bed, the sound machine. Like we have, we make their lives super comfortable. Here it's kind of like you get what you get when you get it. Like you just. So it's just, it was like roll, but the super comfortable in Cape Cod. For the kids, for for sure. I have not had a beautiful sleep since I left. Wow. You know, guys, it's resiliency. Like what Nat's talking about right now is like, I think something you can't give them unless you do hard things, which is like, you know, so hard to grasp because it's like we want them to build skills without actually having to do anything hard to build them. And I had such a moment when I dropped Olivia off at the bus with Mark and everyone's like, did you cry? Were you upset? And I was like, you know, I said to Mark on the way drive back, I was like, you have to think about that girl. If four years ago, I had told you she's going to get on a bus by herself and go to sleepover camp for three weeks without us, what would you have said? And he's like, not a chance in hell. And I go, you think about that girl who couldn't talk to like adults. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, and when she got on the bus, I made sure to point it out. I think it's really important for parents to point out, especially if your kid has anxiety or any type of anxiety situation to be like, look what you just went through. That was really hard, but you made it through. Like, if, you know, you know what, it, it's reminding me so much. I went to sleepover camp for a bunch of years. Um, one year, a place I didn't know anyone. And then other places I did know someone. And then when I was the summer after, I think going into grade 11, I went to the same camp that she went to. But as a grown person, when like as a teenager who can be kind of insecure and like worry about what people think, I ended up going off to a camp with people that were older than me. And I remember my mom before I left, well, because we had like a meeting before and she's like, I'm really proud of you for doing this. And I know that she said it because she knew me and she knew how nervous that made me and just like you said when you pointed out she pointed out she's like I'm really proud of you for doing this and I was like there's a few times when my mom has said that and I will I'd, I remember all of them crystal clear I think it's our job to point out so they know what they're doing is like hard but good and you know Max his cover his duvet cover came home and it was completely full of sand okay like it was like black and I and I and I said to him I was like, I said, why is it so sandy? He goes, oh, there was sand everywhere. I slept in sand every night and the beds were really uncomfortable. Like he's like, you couldn't move. You just kind of laid there like this. And I was like, that sounds horrific. However, however, you had to get into that bed every night and put yourself to sleep without mommy tucking you in with 17 year old boys, like being like, peace out, good night. And I was like, 
what you built, like to me, it makes yes. my, heart, my heart sad. You know, I'm kind of like, oh, no. you baby. But to him, he just was like, that was part of what you did. I don't know how to put it. It was like no, part of I what know, you did I know, I know for the fun. We try to make their 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 evenings and their sleep the most comfortable we possibly can. We will do anything to make them have a cozy bed. But if you even just look at what I have been through now and how many times yeah, yeah. you've been places where the bed was not comfortable, but you able to fit you were able to figure it out. And um I was just gonna say the other thing I want to just note well for to everyone who's listening, it is really important to point it out to your kids, but when it's important, don't overuse mm. out of you. Because if you say like, oh you know, you did the shoes. I'm proud of you. Oh, you got on the bus. I'm proud of you. Oh, you got off the bus. I'm proud of you. It's those moments that are really pivotal when your parent says it and you know, it's big for you. That's another thing I think really to, to point out it's make it, make it something that really matters and then point it out to them and they won't forget it. I also was the only mom who left and didn't wave goodbye because Mark had a meeting. So they all line up when they're on the bus, but the bus didn't leave for like an hour. And I was like, I have to go. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, mom, I'm with my friend. I'm all good. And I really did believe her. She wasn't like, you know, stay. And I, I just, there was, you know, if you're like, if you're sitting there being like, I wish my kid would do that or my kid would never, don't ever say that because kids yes. are constantly changing and growing yes. and they, they're building to the people they are and experiences you give them makes them who they are. And she was genuinely okay getting on the bus and being by herself, like in her core. And I was like, that was not the same. That would not have been the case two years ago, but that was the case this year. And so parenting is steps. It's not like mine would never, don't ever say that. That's not true. Yeah. My, your, yours might someday. Yeah. They just have to be ready to do it. Yeah. Did I also tell you, Chloe got rid of her soother? Yes. I forgot. But also she was ready. She was like, I think I'm done. I was like six years old. And the reason that you also don't say my kid would never is, and this is, you guys have heard this before, but when you label your kids as something, they will fall into that label. So like, yeah. he, he doesn't like sports. He never wants to play them. He's not good at that. Well, maybe he might just fall in love with a sport, but he might not try it because you say he's not sporty or yeah. he's really good at doing, like, he's really lazy. Well, then he's going to be a fucking lazy kid because that's what you expect of him. You know, yeah. I see that a lot. And I think it's really easy for people to put other kids in categories, like parents, grandparents, everything. And I'm like, you got to be really careful with that. You know, you really got to, yeah. you know, I don't even, I mean, I always remember being super shy and I don't remember my mom ever calling me shy, you know? Yeah, no. Yes. I, I do know. She expected me to not be shy. So every time I showed up, I was like, I guess I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, e- e- like, even if you're shy in that moment, there, like, there's moments where your life will change and, you know, I, I again was telling Mark, I'm like, our kids, you can see them growing and changing before your eyes when you give them things like, you know, when Teddy went to the new school and you yeah. saw him like yep. level up to the challenge rather than be totally. smushed by it. Totally. And I think so much, so much, so many of us are so afraid to make them get in this uncomfortable spot. Like a lot of people with sleepover camp are like, I can't believe you could let your kids go and do that. Now, listen, I, I 
first time mom, me would probably judge that. Like probably would be like, you can let your kids, you want your kids to go away. Right. Like in my head, when kids go for two months, I'm yeah. like, Oh, they, they want their, they don't, they just don't want to be with their kids. Well, now I understand it differently. Mm-hmm. Like now I get that. It's like, it's like when I said my kids will never play with a kid who plays Fortnite. <laughs> I was saying that story last night. I was like, yeah, he plays Fortnite. We can't go to his house. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch COVID, we all play Fortnite. Like, you know, oh, that's the thing about parenting yeah. is it's okay to say, I used to be this person, but I have learned from experience and now I see it differently. And like, and that's okay that I changed my mind. That's okay that I'm like, my kid might ask to go to camp for two months. And for some reason I could afford it. That's what they want. I'm going to give them that. I know that's the other piece. Holy fuck. There is a lot of camps. So you can look into guys that are not like that are um, through the city that are sleepovers too as well. So that is something to say. Your titties look huge. What's up with that? I think it's just the angle to be honest. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you all ready for LA? Are you all packed? Pat. I don't know. You I just don't like even shopping. know what they wear in LA. Like, like this is very like, like in you know, my mind is like very short. So it's like, I'm going to Maine this weekend. I'll buy things that I can wear on the beach and at the house. I'm going for three nights. What about when I come back to the city? Maine attire is not appropriate for Toronto attire. Like, oh my God. So you get home on a Tuesday or a Monday? I get home, I think, I think on a Tuesday and I start all my appointments like immediately. Yeah. Oh, and then on, and then we leave Monday. Oh my God. So I'll see so you. Cat, cat, Yeah. 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 So my husband's like, what are you doing for the three days before you go to Santa Barbara? <laughs> well, and I'd let him know we're going to be collaborating with other podcasters. There's a guy that we're probably going to meet up with who's opening up the three arts in Toronto because he's still in LA till September. Now close the door. Okay, well, I'm a frog. Okay, frog. I am podcasting right now. Yeah, that's why we wanted to tell you. 
Okay, close it in. Put him in my frog. Um. Oh my God, it's a huge frog. It's a huge frog. You want to see him? A little closer. Can he join the Oh my podcast? God, if you let that shit go, no, I'm going to It's a podcast. No. Oh. Ew, it's a giant frog. Dude. That's because they live in the forest. <laughs> yeah, let me oh no, my okay. God. Okay. Everybody out. Wait, wait, can I hold him outside? Get I can't. Your, get your, Max says hi. Get your underwear oh. out of here. Hi, Max, I miss you. Oh, no. Love he, you. He can't hear you, baby. Light on and close the door. I just got sabotaged. Okay, so yeah, you he, he, And I was like, we're going to meet up with the guy. And I was like, we need to talk about this with the guy who's going to open the three arts office and yeah, yeah, yeah. have a little quick meeting. We have to meet with our managers. Yeah, yeah. Guys, just so you know, we have to go somewhere for two nights, and we bought another three nights there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you tell Mark? He doesn't ask. He does not ask. Well, he's sh- like, have, he's my. You know, my husband is very much like. He would go on a guy's trip. He'd go to Vegas. Like there's. Yeah, but I have. Vegas. I have. But I have made this like it is a work trip. It's not like I'm like. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. With cat. Yeah, he would. He wouldn't care. He wouldn't care. My husband is like, he just thinks, he thinks we would, he has no idea. I don't even think he knows like what the pot, like I feel like we're going to play. No, I could be like, I'm going to do three podcasts. He's like, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, I think it was like conversation, but I was like, yeah. And then you got caught and you're like, oh, um, so anyways, (laughs) that's why I emailed our managers. I'm like, we're hooking up, right? Like. We can get a picture because it didn't happen if there isn't a picture. We'll green screen them in on TikTok. Look, we're with them. Oh my gosh, that was just so funny because I was like, uh, uh, you were a guy, you were a dude. I was like, um, well, we're going to the winery on. I don't really know. So. I mean, to be honest with you, the flights are so LA is like such a tricky time because it there used to be like four flights a day. Now there's not from where we live because of COVID, there's two flights a day. Yeah. So you either like you have you get there at 11 o'clock at night so if we were to get there like wednesday at 11 o'clock at night to yeah. then go to santa barbara no. like no so we're actually only in la for two days Plus, like actually, tuesday have, wednesday we, we literally are like on a retreat not a retreat what do they call it when people- a work a work oh my god like uh, we have to go and like okay. really figure stuff we have not been away in a year well, i haven't a, slept uh, with you i haven't slept with you in a year and a half that's crazy. Need a freaking brain dump, because guys, we're planning our tour, and we want it to be the best you, it can be. And the only way that we can properly plan it is when it's just two of us without interruption, and everyone on our team knows that. Our two managers. Do you think you still snore or what? You know, nobody's mentioned it um, since I've been here. Um, okay, but um, I was just curious. I what think level I'll do it for my... you, though. <laughs> like I think I do it for you. Like, I think I just like let loose. Like I have, I have the whole bed when I'm with you, right? Cause oh I like roll up on my side cause Mark's in my bed. But By like, the way, I think, I think people are psychos who share a double bed. I think you are a psycho. Well, this if is you a share. situation right here then. If you sleep with your husband every night, you're a psycho Total in a double bed. Psycho. I don't know. You're a psycho. I'm I, sorry. I, don't get offended. You're a psycho. You look at the world differently than we do. Why? Because we could never. So how could they? No, you're a psycho. No, I'm I, I, dead serious. Like you, 
I don't know. That's not normal. A double bed, a double. Because if you're a double, your bodies are pressing at some point. Yes, it's like, I'm in a double right now, and I it, there's a Mark, double. I'm sleeping in a double right here, and TJ came with who the night. Mark, shut up. Yeah, look at that. In, you have to sleep there with him. I would sleep on the floor. I would sleep on the floor. You know what I'd actually maybe is that TJ came in at five and Mark's like, three people can't sleep in a double bed. So he went and slept on the air mattress that TJ was sleeping in. So from five to like 830, I was like, oh, I would be like, Mark, take the bed with TJ. I'm going to the air mattress. I actually, Mark came up to my mom's place because I have two kids sleeping on the floor beside me in my mom's place. And when I'm in this bed. Is your mom in the bunk beds? No, bunk beds are gone. Where's your mom? So... My, there's another bed across from me, but I I said, Mark, you're not sleeping in this bed with me. I'm not having. Where's your mom sleep? So my mom sleeps over there in that room. There's one more. There's two rooms. And what's in the other room now? Their liquor room. <laughs> no, but what does your mom sleep on? There's a bed. There's two bedrooms. Yeah, I and know. a liquor room. Yeah. Is it like so a double? Sli- yeah, it's a double. So she either sleeps on the couch or in the double. But my kids and I all sleep in the same room. And then the, the liquor, the bunk room is now a liquor room. There's nowhere else to store the liquor, but in a whole room? Yeah, it got its own room. Does it have so much liquor? So much liquor. Oh my God, I have a juicy story. All right, let's hear it. All right, here goes real quick, okay? Okay, go real quick. All right, did you watch the fire documentary about the Fest Fire Festival? No, was it good? Yes, you did. What? Where basically they built this festival like on an island. Yes, I know it. Yeah. And like basically the guy was like, he was like all like influenced, like, like, um, um, Haley Bieber, the Kardashians, like the promotion for it. And it was this big thing and everyone was going to come to this island and it was going to be all, and Ja Rule was a part of it. And it was like, yes. Huge. Yes, yes, and yes. They couldn't make it happen. They didn't have the money. They couldn't figure it out. Um, guys, if you haven't seen, it's FYRE, the Fire Festival documentary. And it was such was a it amazing. No, nothing was able to happen. They couldn't get like nothing. No, no, I mean, was the documentary amazing? Yes, it's so juicy. So, so basically, at the end of the documentary, they end up hiring a really big party planner from New York City to help out because they're like, I don't know what else to do because we have all these people flying into this island and we cannot put them up. We can't, we don't have water. We don't have restaurants. We don't have anything for them. So they hired this man and the man was going to, I think he was going to bring a truck of water over like the border or something. But they were like, no, you can't bring this truck and all this water over the border. And he's interviewed on the documentary. And he basically, I think he had to like give a blowjob. He's gay. And he had to give blowjob to the border. Remember that? Yes. To the border patrol so he could bring, and he was just very open about it. And it was just so outrageous. Yes. He was like, this is what you got to do what you got to do when you're a party planner. So his name is Andy King. Now, Mark's house in Cape Cod was purchased from a woman and she had nine children. One of them was Andy King, him. So we run into this man on the beach and he's like, I know Andy King. He lives in Manhattan. He has a farm in Chatham, New York, but he used to live. He grew up in your home before you bought it and rebuilt it. And my mother-in-law said that the guest house was 
filled with liquor because it was all for his parties. So I said, well, didn't he ruin his reputation as a party planner after the fire festival documentary? Because he kind of was just like, it was so outrageous and appropriate. They said, no, he had his 15 minutes of fame. He became more popular than he ever was. And now he's doing bigger events than ever. And they're like, whoa, older couples, like 75. They're like, we travel with him all the time. He's an amazing chef. He's a great entertainer. He's a lovely guy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe So do we get to meet him? Oh my gosh, if we ever run into Andy King, I'll say, my in-laws own the house you grew up in. So just so you guys all know, um, the house that Mark's parents bought was apparently originally in Cape Cod, a brothel run by- What? Run by a woman. That's why your husband's so horny. (laughs) Then- He was conceived- Yeah, in a brothel. No. Like in an old, no, no, he wasn't by her. Just no, that's Mark, what the, Mark, the history is. The history is there. So I know this is a crazy thing. So then a woman buys the house and her husband and they have nine children in that house. Then Mark's parents buy it, but they can't break the whole thing down because it's a heritage home. So they have to keep the, like the base of it and just rebuild the whole thing and reconstruct it. it got an award for like, like maintaining its, like heritage, whatever. Right, a heritage when home. I met Mark and I first went to Cape Cod. It was when we were first dating and I saw the house and it was under construction. And I walked in, you could walk in. And the windows are so, I don't know what they're called when they kind of pop out. Okay. But his parents like showed us around the house. We couldn't stay there. We just came for the day. When his parents left in the middle of the day, Mark and I did it on that window, like under construction like right there up in the windowsill. That's our bedroom. Wow. Now, 16 years later. And let me tell you, I don't do it it in the window anymore. (laughs) No, that's because you were like, you know what? I think I like you. I like this house. Let's have a little fun. So if you ever don't marry me, when you come back here, you'll think of me forever. A hundred percent. I christened the house. Yeah. You're like, I am going to stamp this house so you have a memory of me in there forever. 100%. I I was horny for the house, for sure. (laughs) I know you. I know you well. Trust me, you're like, this is getting me so hot. Can we do it right here, right now? I know you so well. Oh, God, I have a story for you. We'll have to save it for another podcast. What did you say? I have a story for you, but we'll have to do it for another podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> mm. By the way, I had the Mark and I had the best time that Friday night when we went to go get tequila. And oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't remember it. I got so by myself. So you definitely like you. Oh, I could. I, just, I I just talked to him. Like oh no, I mean like during dinner. No, no, I'm saying during dinner, we talked, like, it had been so long, and I was like, you're kind of funny. He was funny. I was like, oh, thank God, you're funny. That's great news for us. I you know, because it had been a long time without kids. Oh, my God, I know. And then as soon as, like, everything's good, and then something takes a turn, you're like, I, you're for sale. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait, you're funny, and I like you. It oh, is I know. It's a roller coaster of emotions. <sighs> it's just, you know, it really all comes down. It, you know, and I want to tell you a secret, everyone listening, then we're going to go. Nat and I 
basically wanted to make money so our husbands wouldn't be moody anymore. <laughs> it didn't work out, did it? <laughs> we have to make more money and then maybe they won't be moody. Maybe, right? That's what I have to maybe? say. Maybe? Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, well, do you know how to end this and record it and everything? Okay. So guys, make sure that um, you go to catnattour com to see all the dates that we're coming to you on tour. It's going to be unbelievable. We're going to give you more information about it in the coming podcasts. Um, yeah. So uh, subscribe to this podcast. So you're always notified when we um, lay out a new one, which is three days a week. And also give us five stars. Bye.